Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello, friends. In Revelation 3.11, John records Jesus' message to the Church of God at Philadelphia. Behold, I come quickly. Hold that fast which thou hast, that no man take thy crown. There are three important concepts in this verse. Your crown, the possibility of losing it, and the way to make it safe. In order to grasp the Lord's meaning, it is important to understand the crown spoken of here is not the symbol of royalty, that golden circlet worn by kings and emperors. It is the floral wreath or garland, which in John's time were used for many things. It was put on the heads of champions in the games, laid on the heads of conquering military leaders, placed on the heads of brides at their weddings, even on the heads of those invited to feasts. It was the emblem of victory, festivity, or joy. It is this crown, not the symbol of dominion, but that of a race accomplished, a victory won, a memento of a special day of feasting and jubilee with all its abundance and final relaxation and surrender to pure delight the Master here holds out before the saint as a climax of his earthly life. The crown is a metaphor used throughout the New Testament. It is spoken of in three ways, a crown of life, of righteousness, and of glory. The terms life and glory tell us of what the crown is made. Righteousness tells what it rewards. The righteousness of earth is crowned by the more abundant life and more radiant glory of eternity. Think about it. The bride's wreath of flowers will endure one or two days and then are only good for pressing in the pages of a book, where they become a poor, faded memory of a happy time, growing ever more distant as the years steal away her once radiant beauty. The singer's voices are stilled, the guests long gone to other pursuits in their lives. But, says one of the New Testament writers, the crown of glory fadeth not away. So the crown is the reward of righteousness and consists of life so full and abundant as to cause those who have looked into it to report the sufferings of this present world are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And the solemn seal of this crown is that it is eternal. The message of this text is to every saint of God that as surely as God is God and righteousness is righteousness, nothing can prevent the person who laying hold of God through Jesus Christ and by his grace becoming the possessor of a life free from the defilements of sin, from receiving his own personal garland at the end of life's race. It's already his by divine predestination, for it is not God's will that any should perish. It is his by the immutable laws of peace and justice in God's kingdom. It is his by the simple condition of continuing to live the life of salvation. Like Peter's verse describing an inheritance reserved in heaven for you, this scripture presupposes the future reward of the Christian life as already in existence, only awaiting the day when we cross the final river and have that happy garland placed on our heads as we leave Jordan's dripping stream to the other solid shore. Today the forehead strap of the helmet marks our sweating brows. Tomorrow it shall be the light-free wreath of heaven's flowers. But the verse raises a solemn specter of losing one's crown, which makes certain that it's possible to do that. This doesn't mean that someone may steal your crown in order to wear it himself. Salvation is not transferable. The, real, the results, rather, of character belong only to the soul which has developed character. But it is entirely possible that the jostling and adversities of this world, the myriad of busyness life so focuses upon us all, and the disappointments, 
that can be so thickly strewn along the way so affect us, although the crown be ours, we never receive it, because these carnal things somehow steal our righteousness away. Brother, there is not a business opportunity nor an injustice worth our surrendering our heavenly crown for a few dollars or for the bitterness of hostility. Let us do whatever is necessary to run with patience the race that is set before us and to so run that we may obtain. Have you talked to God today? You have been listening to God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's 5 Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. God's Word speaks truth. God's Word speaks life. And God's Word speaks to us today. Hi, I'm Pastor John Marins of the Granby Christian Church. Each week we explore God's Word together on In the Shadow of Your Wings, a radio broadcast on KNEO. Tune in each Saturday at 6.45 p.m. to hear the show. And if you ever miss it, you can always view the archive online at kneo.org. We also have the program available as a podcast as well, so you can listen anytime, anywhere. It's available from Sky High Podcast Network. I invite you to check out the show and learn more about our incredible God and how He cares for you. You can trust Him. You can depend on Him, and you can rest in the shadow of His wings. 